listening to the echo of an activity. So here's the scenario. I've just spent a week in a darkness retreat. So for a whole week, all day and all night long, I was alone in a room in complete darkness. And I'll share more about that experience <laughs> in the upcoming months and years probably. But you could imagine that that was a very intense adventure to go through. And I came back from that this weekend and I knew this Monday would be intense. Number one, it's sort of like a darkness routine is like, I don't know, climbing Mount Everest with your mind. So it takes a while, I think, to decompress and to like find yourself back into normal reality and light and sight and people and stimulation and everything. And I knew coming back that quick would be intense Added to that was the fact that I knew I had a very kind of stressful Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this week ahead of me. So I braced myself and prepared myself. I try to be as gentle as possible in soothing into the week and life, but I knew that it might be a little rocky waters. This morning, I could sense some anxiety of getting back to work and opening my laptop and looking at my inbox. So I decided to take a 30-minute walk in nature and that felt beautiful. I came back, I sat down. And intuitively, I did something that turned out very interesting that I wanted to share with you. I thought, I'm going to work for 30 minutes. I'm not going to work through my entire inbox, but I'm going to look for messages about these two important topics. And I'm going to only read and respond to that first. And after 30 minutes, I'm going to take a break, no matter how I feel. And I'm going to check in to see how am I feeling? How's it going? Am I tensing up in the body? Am I getting anxious? Am I getting overwhelmed? Am I getting angry? Am I getting excited? Am I getting happy? Am I relaxing? What is happening within me? And so I sat down and I braced. This is part of my personality probably. I always expect the worst. You know, so I braced for thousands of emails and all kinds of catastrophes having happened in a week where I was completely cut off from the world. And I went through my messages as I decided, only read the ones that were relating to my most important priority. And of course, I was also scanning to see if there's some unexpected emergency or thing that I need to be instantly aware of. And I responded to these messages and I worked my way through half an hour of work. And just as I finished, I thought, well, this wasn't this bad. Huh, I've done pretty good. And it was not a, a thousands of emails and no catastrophes seem to have happened that I'm unaware of. And yeah, there were some tough conversations and some challenging things in here, but nothing I can't handle. And even the most challenging email in my inbox, I felt I did a really good job responding to right now. But I think I feel pretty good. And then I thought, I don't need a break. I can just continue. I checked in with myself, you know, and... The committee of Steli's internal world said, we're all shaking our heads, looking at each other, smiling stupidly and going, yeah, no, this is good. This is not a problem. We can, we can keep going. Let's keep going. And then thankfully, something inside of me said, well, no, you said you're going to take a break. Let's take a real break. Let's take like 15 minutes off and then we can get back to work. And I closed down my laptop and I sat there for a moment and had this surge of hunger. And I looked at the time and it was noon and I thought, oh, maybe I should do lunch now. That makes sense. That seems reasonable. And I went to the kitchen and I prepared a lunch and I sat down and I started eating lunch. And then it happened. My inner dialogue was, 
aggressive and defensive. My body, I started sensing was a bit tense and I was eating slightly faster pace than I want to and that I'm capable of. And I started noticing, huh, there's a, okay, at first I reasoned, there's a little bit of tension in me. That's not that crazy. And then I noticed, okay, this one email that the person that sent me that email sent about a challenging topic and maybe in a tone that was a little, not aggressive, but accusatory, you know, that was a, accusing me of something, maybe in between the lines. That email, although I try to read it very open-mindedly and open-heartedly, and although I responded very honestly and I think calmly, and I thought afterwards, no, I handled this well, this is fine. Huh, this still is working in me. And then I noticed something else was working in me. And yet something else. There were like three or four topics, different discussions or dialogues that were all on the slightly tense, negative, stressful side. Then I finished my food and I realized, wow, I'm still hungry for more. And I'm craving actually a dessert, something sweet. And then I instantly thought, well, that's another sign. There's something inside of me. There's like almost this little black hole now, you know, inside the universe of Stelly. And it's starting to consume matter. No matter how much I give it, it still wants more. This, to me, whenever I'm craving sugar, it's a clear indicator most of the time that I'm not feeling good and I want to cover that up. I want to fill that up with sugar. And so I had a, I allowed myself and I treated myself to, you know, a piece of chocolate and I ate that and I just sat down on the couch and looked outside and realized, oh yeah, you know, the sun is shining. There's some birds singing. And I looked around the room and kind of it zoomed back into focus within context. And I realized and recognized, yeah, this half hour, you know, was not the worst, did pretty well, but it is affecting me this like getting back into the stress of work especially at a challenging time where there's lots of problems popping up and challenges popping up it's not not affecting me at all it definitely is and so in a way it's like sitting down and listening to the inner echoes of your activities like inner echo listening or something right you do something you engage with an activity doesn't matter if it is Sending emails, making a presentation or proposal, having a demo call or conversation, having a meeting, or, you know, even engaging in an exercise, in a practice, remodeling the garage, whatever it is, doing something, engaging yourself in an activity, but then taking a small break. It could just be five minutes of sitting down in silence with closed eyes and kind of listening to the aftershock, to the afterwaves, to the echoes afterwards, internally, emotionally. Are the thoughts that you're having loud or quiet, calm or stormy? Are you having fights and dialogues with people that you're arguing with? Or are you constructing, you know, inspiring futures? Are you feeling inner bliss and calm, and focus and flow. How do I feel a couple of minutes after this activity? Because while we're engaged in something, sometimes it's very hard for us to know in the moment how things feel. And sometimes the echoes come in disguise, right? So part of the dialogue that I had in my head while eating lunch had nothing to do with the emails I was responding to. But the quality the aggression, the intensity, the defensiveness of these conversations or of these topics that were going through in my mind 
they related very closely to the state I had gotten into and that I was unaware of at the time. Because, you know, for us to function, you know, oftentimes we have to numb ourselves in the moment in order to be able to deal with things. And only afterwards, our mind and body's processing. I remember once doing a mountain biking trip with two crazy friends of mine, and we took an expert level trail. And I'd never been on a mountain bike or just once. And I was definitely not an expert level. And we're pacing down the mountain on these incredibly dangerous and fast trails. And I got into such a hyper-focused state. There was no thinking. There was no time for thinking. If I had just one thought, I would crash into a tree and break my neck or bones or whatever. So the entire time when we're pacing and flying down these mountains and mountain trails, I had zero thought. I had complete Zen state in my mind. I was just fully one with the bike and just doing, looking at where I need to go and just responding with zero thought involved. It was beautiful. It was very exciting as well. But that night when I fell asleep, I was constantly jerked awake because in my mind, in my sleep, I was falling off the bike into trees and into all kinds of things. And it would just jerk me awake late at night. And that happened four, five, six times during that night. And after the third time, I realized, oh, it's my body and mind processing all the fear of falling that was suppressed during mountain biking because there was no space for that during that time. I had to perform and I did really well, but that doesn't mean that there was no fear inside of me. There was a lot of fear. I just had no time and no space to feel that fear or feeling that fear would have been even dangerous to myself. Oftentimes in a conversation that's challenging, there might be some anger inside of me but I won't allow that anger to come out. I will control it, suppress it. I will be logical and fair and calm. And that is the right way to handle that situation much more productively. But that doesn't mean that there was no anger maybe inside of me that has to be processed or even felt and realized. And so, yeah, I don't know. It was enlightening to me, eye-opening, how I went through that half an hour, how I thought, huh, I feel pretty good. Everything is fine. And then when I took a small break that I started to feel that wave of negativity in my mind. Also that tension in my body, those urges for sugar, for release, for relief. It doesn't mean there's not more work to be done, but it means I've had the chance to have more awareness of how taxing the work is that I'm currently doing or how taxing it is for me to ease back into the real world, quote unquote, or work life. And that's just one example. There's many, many other areas where I think taking some mindful breaks to do some inner listening and see what's the echo that I can hear from this. And if it's not a direct activity because it's significant enough, it is the echo of the day at the end of the day, right? Or at the end of the week. But realizing that it takes some time for those feelings and emotions and awareness to really bubble up, for these echoes to be heard.